Hey, it's Garbage Brain University. I'm Drew Toothpaste. I'm Natalie D. Today we're talking about... Having a great time with lizards. Those little guys. You gotta have a great time with them. Give them a little high five. They got a little foot. Lizard. (laughs) I think when it comes to lizards, you gotta bring... You got to bring the great time to the lizard. I think that they bring the great time to you sometimes. I think that the lizard is like a Volkswagen in neutral. It's a fine little guy, but it's not going anywhere. (laughs) Yeah. It's okay. It's going to fall apart after a couple years, but I guess it's yours. (laughs) I, I, you know what? I have had like very little experience with lizards. Have you? I'm not like a lizard person, man. I've owned lizards as much as you can own a lizard. I. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I think any pet where when you open the door, it immediately runs away. It's not really yours. Right, right, right. I guess that's true. And like, really, do you own the lizard or do you just like subsidize its habitat for it? And it does not think about you. I am certain that the lizard does not think about you in any sort of like filial way right i mean but you know i wonder maybe lizard lover just not able to recognize it there there would be no way to tell because i don't think lizards can have facial expressions right although that i don't know but i've never seen them make a face right except for like opening their mouth like ah and yeah (laughs) and they don't you know dogs and cats have very clear physical affection right toward people and I think that really sets the standard and lizards just a lizard will walk on you, but it doesn't seem like it wants to. Right. Right. I have, I really have no basis for like, like I've never, I don't think I've ever touched one. Have you ever touched one? I mean, you said you owned one. So I imagine you poked it a couple times. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was a kid when I had it. So I kind of like tried touching it and petting it and stuff. And it just, it didn't respond really. Or it just would run away when you would touch it. It's like it. a scaly dick. I imagine it would feel like a scaly dick. Well, I don't think I've ever touched a scaly dick. You've touched a dick though, haven't you? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I thought you might have. <laughs> Wouldn't it be funny would... if you never had? <laughs> that would be fantastic. <laughs> imagining the contortions you need to get into and how you need to 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 go about your day in order to like pee and stuff without ever touching it i'm sure there's a guy who's like the most homophobic man in the universe somewhere <laughs> right, right. Who, <laughs> has never, who has never touched his dick yeah right you've touched yours though you're not a weirdo <laughs> <laughs> So I've touched I've touched snakes like at the zoo. Yeah. They say, "Do you want to?" Here's the thing: is you go to the zoo with two other people. Let's say you have a family with three people. It could be anybody. It's anonymous, right? <laughs> and let's say you go, and then the other adult in your family doesn't want to touch the snake, and then you have to show the kid in your family, even though she doesn't want to touch the snake, you have to show her that it's fine. So you walk over and you touch the snake, right. so then she can touch it. Right. I'm the one who doesn't want to touch the snake. They're like, you want to touch the snake? I'm like, nah, nah, I'm all right. (laughs) I would, I just, I don't get anything out of touching stuff. I really prefer not to touch stuff. I did, I do think I touched the snake last time I went to the zoo, though. I think I did touch it, like with one finger. And it felt exactly like you would imagine, right? I think it it felt like a a Oh, you're cringing. It felt, you didn't like it at all. I mean, I'm not into snakes, man. So you've never touched a lizard at all? No, lizard is just like a leggy snake, man. (laughs) You've got legs in that snake. He's trying to trick me with those legs. Well, so a snake, a snake is scaly, but the scales are smooth. Mm -hmm. On a lizard, I feel like the scales are, at least in the lizards I've had, the scales are smaller and they're maybe rougher. I don't know. I mean, it's probably different if you have a gecko or something like right. that. I've never had anything like that. Right. Is this salamander a lizard or is that an amphibian? I'm pretty sure that's an amphibian. Because hmm. they come out, they live in little like vernal pools around here, like in the spring. Yeah. But the lizards I had, uh, I think they were all anole lizards, Carolina anoles. Yeah, those are those little fuckers. They're little 
cool guys and they are green and brown and they <laughs> look like a lizard yeah i remember we got one it was i'm sure i've talked about it before we got one it was green we got it so we named it pickle which seemed like an okay name for a green lizard one day we went in the motherfucker was brown oh no you got a brown pickle man <laughs> That's what happens, man. He probably was trying to blend in with his surroundings, and you put him, like, next to the coffee table or something. Um, I think we just had a little $5 plastic cage that had, like, a hot pink plastic top that had air holes. Uh-huh. And then I think we would just put sticks and stuff in there. I don't know. I guess... <laughs> In the 80s, like, people were not so sophisticated with their animal care. No, and it wasn't like you would be like a lizard, huh? What do I need for this? And you reach in your pocket and something you have in your pocket tells you everything you need to know about lizards and you could join a lizard message board. Right. (laughs) And then everyone on the message board would scold you constantly for not doing things perfectly. Yeah. Horrible times all around. (laughs) But yeah, no, I, I think we were at the pet store and I think they had just got a bunch of lizards in. So we got a a lizard and then we brought it home and i think we just assumed that you had to throw a bunch of sticks and shit in there uh-huh. we thought the lizard would like it i don't know what the idea was but then we had to feed it mealworms which really you know then you have to keep bugs in your house and on one hand it's fine but on the other hand sometimes you have moments in your life where you're doing something and you walk down a pathway and each step on the pathway is just an incremental change in your life. Mm-hmm. Just the smallest of changes as you're walking on this pathway. And you get to the end of the pathway and you look back and you ask yourself, what have I become? Right. <laughs> I'm a person who has a, a small brown slash green person in a box. <laughs> And I reach in with my fingers, and he doesn't want to touch my fingers because he doesn't like it when I touch him. And I give him the worm, and he likes those to eat, and then he shits in the box. (laughs) It's not a satisfying relationship, I don't think. Like, my my deciding factor with animals and, like, pets and stuff is always, like, what luggage does this animal bring into my house? And do I want to live with that luggage in my house? Like... Any animal that requires me to feed it another alive animal is an absolute no-go right out the gate with me. I think it's just too much. I think you... You're not domesticated yet, bro. (laughs) Just because you live in my house, you're not domesticated if I have to feed you alive animals. And so, like, that, that is not... That is not a family animal to me. And if somebody... If somebody wants to keep an exotic animal, that's totally... That's totally fine by me. I'm not judging them as a person. I I have my own personal views of what I personally do and don't want to do. There's nothing wrong if you have uh, a a lizard or you do something totally crazy, like you get a huge thing of water and you keep fishing it and they don't even breathe air. Yeah. You could go completely just totally wild and create a little ocean in your house and put a bunch of stuff in there i think i think fish and aquariums are actually pretty sweet though they're, i they're, i just know that i would fucking destroy fish like that is like plants on steroids i can't take care of a plant i could i certainly cannot maintain an aquarium <laughs> i think aquariums are actually very cool and i think that the fish are probably fine living in there. And I really think that watching fish in an aquarium is like cool times. I really like it. It is. Just as long as the glass doesn't break and all the fish come out and get on you. (laughs) Right. I hate when it happens. (laughs) So before we get too much further. Yeah. Natalie. What? What is lizards? Lizards are a widespread group of squamate reptiles with over 6,000 species ranging across all continents except Antarctica, as well as most oceanic island chains. So it's everywhere except Antarctica. Mm-hmm. It says that lizards are part of the suborder Lizertilia, which is like Lacerda, who was a reptilian lady, and she was named after lizards. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like they kind of set that up on purpose, though. Probably. Probably. Like, if I said that there was an underground group of dogs, and they were secretly controlling the world, 
And they'd be like, how about you, sir? What is your name? I'd be like, Canid. <laughs> Fido. <laughs> Fido Mysterio. Uh what else about lizards? It is a group that excludes snakes, okay? And amphibians. And so it is just the guys with legs who are dry, right? Dry yeah. legs, right? Uh-huh. And lizards are like chameleons and geckos, Komodo dragons, all kinds of different guys. All over. Guys, guys, guys. All of them are lizards. They're all here to fuck. <laughs> that seems to be the case very often across the animals on this planet. Guess how many legs they have? Four. Four. Yeah. Yeah, you didn't let me answer. I was, <laughs> I was thinking. I, I was too excited. <laughs> One, two, three, four. You now can't. your lizard's touching the floor. You can't you can't reduce that any farther than it is. It's perfect. <laughs> I think with the lizard's body geometry, I think he needs four legs. I think if it was round, I think if the lizard was round if it had radial symmetry, I think you could get by with three legs. That'd be pretty dope. He'd look like a little hamburger. Uh-huh. And his head would come out of the top of it, out of the middle, and then his tail would come out of the middle of the bottom and then just, like, come out one of the sides in between a couple of his legs. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking that his head would be on one flat side, his tail would coming, be coming out the flat side on the other side. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And he would like roll like a like a Oh, he get up like on a his frisbee if you if you throw a frisbee wrong. <laughs> I was thinking the size and shape of an Oreo with a lizard head on top. I was thinking like the size of like a pie like a pie dish, like the kind of size of dish that you would eat pie off of. Like a single slice of pie in a diner. Uh-huh. Like what 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 size is that? Not big. Little plate. <laughs> I'm yeah, sorry, about, my vocab's not that great today. Yeah, about six inches across. <laughs> little six-inch lizard plate. Right, and that's how Rolling I... Rolling down the street. Rubbing. Where is he going? Wherever he wants. <laughs> it's just like, you see his little smiley face just like turning in circles. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think most lizards don't have a smiley face. Most lizards have a neutral... Some of them have a frowny face. There's one that has a, that has a smiley face... I was just looking at him the other day. Some kind of leopard wizard, leopard gecko, maybe. Probably, yeah, yeah. Just the, but it's just the way their mouth is formed, and to us, they look like they're smiling. It's just like when a dog has its mouth open and the dog looks like it's smiling. That's not a happy dog because they don't express that the same way. Right, right. Just because your lizard, well. <laughs> well I don't know about your lizard. <laughs> My lizard's always happy. <laughs> Uh, so, like I said, they have four legs, right? Some of them have lost their legs, though, and so they are, like, lizard snakes that are not li- that are not snakes, though. They're just legless lizards, Yeah, right? yeah, uh-huh. And there are some lizards that are able to glide, like, through the air, and they're all kinds of different lizards, man, and they are territorial, and they have different colors, and they are carnivorous there's like many facets to the lizard story man they're just everywhere and they're super diverse it just seems like they've they must be an optimized form like a crab right right a lizard has to be the most efficient way to to occupy that space in the biosphere right mm-hmm. you like what you see baby <laughs> You ready to do it? Let's do a quiz. How All big right. is how big is lizards? Varying sizes. Yeah, that one's the littlest and the biggest. Uh, I I feel like I might actually know. I've seen a a picture of a chameleon, and it was maybe an inch long. It was a little micro chameleon. Mm-hmm. It was like a National Geographic picture. It was like an inch long. A few centimeters. I'll give it to you. Sure. The Brochesia micra. Little baby. Is two and a half a few? Two and a half centimeters. That could be a few. Sure, it's more than a couple. A few is, yeah, it's more than a couple. Three to five is a few, I would say. Several is uh, six to eight. And what's the what's the biggest currently living lizard? Uh-huh. The Komodo drag. Boing! Yeah, that's a big boy. He could be 10 feet long. They're giant. Yeah, they're big. They're pretty... And they eat, like, cows and stuff, don't they? They eat a man. 
Have you ever been eaten by a Komodo dragon before? Not yet. <laughs> There's always room for Jello. You never know what's gonna get you. Something's gonna you get don't. you in the end. You don't. It could be. It could be anything. It could be a Komodo dragon. Really, what I'm thinking is they're gonna finally roll out just after all of the indignities that are visited upon you as a living man. I feel like finally after, you know, a couple more decades, they're going to really start rolling out that bug food they've been threatening. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Because you start seeing these little articles popping up here and there, and they're like, did you know you should eat crickets? I don't think I should, man. Get ready to eat bugs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Bugs are here. Get ready to eat them. No. <laughs> Not today, I've, baby. I've got news for you, the Atlantic. <laughs> bugs have been here for quite a while. Right. Maybe we were bugs once. When did we break off of bugs on the tree of animals? I think the common ancestor was probably quite a long way. That was probably a weird quite looking a... bug. <laughs> I think there's probably a common ancestor that is maybe not recognizable. Right. But I, I don't know. <laughs> Right, no. right. We'll never know. You know what? That's something the internet has taught me is that sometimes you just got to accept that you're never going to know. Let it go, baby. You're never going to know. <laughs> when you go and you look at evolutionary trees, my favorite is when they show when they diverge. Mm -hmm. They said, well, we think this diverged at this point because they go back and they can say, well, here's here's a sea turtle and here's, uh, uh, I don't know, a, a, la a land tortoise, <laughs> right, right. And then we think that this point, we found this fossil that looks kind of like both of them and it existed here. So we know at between point A and point B, you know, they kind of broke off and they kind of, one went up onto land and one went out to sea, right? Right. My favorite is when they get something like uh, crocodiles or something where they're not quite sure and it may not be crocodiles, maybe something else. But uh, they'll have a line going up, and then right when it's about to hit the family tree, they just put a question mark. They're like, yeah, we think. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Crocodiles are like dinosaurs. They've never been extinct. We'll just never know with so much of this stuff because so many things just had the audacity to just disintegrate and disappear. It's by design, at least, man. At least one thing from everything over time should have just hardened up. Right. Stuck around. Right. That just makes you think, though, how many times has all this happened here? How many times has everything happened and then gone away and then disappeared to erosion and, like, getting reabsorbed into the earth and they won't fucking never know? You know, and they say this will last a thousand years in a landfill. Well, that's true. But then after a thousand years, it'll be gone. 3022, it'll be gone. It's not right? that long, man. It's That's not, not that very long. long at all. That's not like the pyramids. And the pyramids are even getting ground down, man. I like when I see pictures of like pyramids and stuff and like ziggurats, whatever the fuck, where they'll have pictures of when it just looked like a hill before they realized there was a ziggurat under there. Yeah. How many of those are there? I mean, I, I, I would love to know. Uh, there's a lot of pyramids in the world we haven't found yet. There's like just Bosnian ones. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Crazy stuff. How, like, maybe maybe we're on a pyramid right now. We fucking never know. Maybe there's pyramids that were from a, a civilization that was before ours, and then all those people went through the entirety of, of human evolution and then went extinct, and then it happened again, and we got a second round of pyramids. Oh. Oh, yeah. That's totally possible. If you're talking about earthworks by the original inhabitants of North America, that was very recently. Right. Yeah, the Adena Mound Building people were in this area. They they worked on, like, the Fort Ancient site. We have native burial mounds that are, like, within, like, half a mile of our house. I mean, there's probably, wherever you are in North America, there's probably some... Native Americans that were part of a civilization whose records were never kept after European colonization, like, underfoot. Right, right. Something I always think is, like, a little bit, like, uncomfortable in Columbus is that one of the main streets in downtown is called Mound Street. And it's called that because they plowed through a burial mound to make it. <laughs> Yeah, just making sure you imbue the entire city with bad juju. <laughs> we just plowed right through it because you know we couldn't have a hill in Columbus. <laughs> 
It had that Mike Milligan steam shovel come in. Right. Mike right. Mulligan. Mike Milligan was from uh, TV. Yeah, that was a guy from Fargo. <laughs> he probably had a steam shovel too, though. What the fuck? So, okay. Lizard bodies. What do you think about them? They have... Um, They're flexible. They're yeah. very bendy. They have scales. Their scales are made of keratin. And it makes it so they do not need so much water because it stops them from evaporating off water. Right. So they just keep all their water inside? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so their skin is real leathery, and then they will slough it off. And when lizards shed their skin, it is like pieces, whereas like if a snake sheds its skin, it is usually in one piece. Oh, yeah, you find the whole thing somewhere, right? Right, right. And they have long tongues, and sometimes they have forked tongues, and they do the same thing like with the snakes, with the checking out the environment, right? And stick up their nose, right? Doing that little thing, right? Geckos have tongues that they use to lick their eyeballs. Like, that is what they're for, because they don't have eyelids. Major mistake. Right, right. And then, like, chameleons have long, sticky tongues that they use to stick on bugs. They're tongue monsters. They Yeah. <laughs> they know how to use their tongues. Right. <laughs> you love to see it. <laughs> Uh, actually, now that I think about it, chameleons are, we should have had an episode about chameleons. I remember learning about chameleons back when, instead of having podcast, we had just, let's read a Wikipedia page together. <laughs> I remember reading about chameleons with you at some point, and we learned that there's their color change stuff is like um, CMYK. Yeah, they have different like chromatophores or whatever it's called where they they have like a, a two color system but then they they have multiples of those. Right, like that, laying on top of each other. Yeah. And so they have like the colors layering and that's how they make all the different colors they make. It's like, that's fucking bananas. How do you evolve that? How do you control that? Like, how do you, I mean, it's, I suppose it's just like anything else, huh? Millions of years. I mean, people learn how to play piano pretty quick. Right. I mean, figuring out how to, like, control the individual layers of your skin so you can do, like, a, like, little layered color job and, like, change colors. That's fucking bananas. So lizards are pretty smart. They're just using their brains for different shit. I think that if you had direct control over your skin color and you looked down you were on a gray couch and you changed your skin to gray, I don't know that that would be so much brain power. It would be... A very specialized behavior, though. Right, right. <laughs> I mean, you're right, though. Who There's... says it's smart is just about books? <laughs> There's the tendency of humans to assume that other animals are not smart because they're not interacting with us. But it's just like we were talking about the other day. The aliens probably don't want to interact with us. Right. And, Natalie, you even suggested to me... That Earth is kind of like the Sentinel Islands, and we're humanity is like the Sentinelese, who are also humans. Right. Humanity, <laughs> right. in a universal sense, is really like the Sentinelese. And you suggested that the UFOs are patrolling to make sure that no other aliens come here because <laughs> we're so fucking stupid. Right, right. Like one of them got our number. And figured out what was going on here. Like, they landed and they got picked to pieces or whatever the fuck we did to them, right? Or they crashed and then we took them and sent them to Wright Pat, right? Whatever yeah. we did. And they were like, now they're like, well, no, we can't ever let anyone else land here. These people are fucking crazy. And so they just patrol and make sure no one else thinks about it. And so if any other aliens roll up in their spaceship, they're like, no, turn the fuck around. These guys are not not it <laughs> they have they have no technology to offer you and they are incredibly dangerous to everybody and themselves not only are they like a danger to you they are a danger to themselves and they don't care they don't even care enough to not be a danger to themselves just stay away <laughs> I like how humans are like the most toxic organisms in the whole universe. Right. Absolute garbage. Absolute cosmic garbage. We're the most low vibrational entities in the universe, I'm sure. Like, could you imagine being an alien and trying to communicate with us? We are crazy makers. <laughs> Aliens probably have a word for humans that is like what humans call people that are narcissists. <laughs> You know how everybody's like, oh my gosh, I have identified a narcissist in my life and they are they are just toxic and they're gaslighting me and they're doing this. Like, you know, we're gaslighting the shit out of the aliens. Right, right. <laughs> 
know, the FDR was probably back there being like, now you you have come to our planet. What do you have to offer us? <laughs> and he's like, what the fuck? We can't. <laughs> We came here to bring bring you stuff, man. We're just checking. We're checking your planet out. We thought we'd give you some technology, and you called us bitch. And you <laughs> said a, you were it's gonna. It's a term nu- of endearment, bitch. <laughs> you said you were gonna nuke us, and then you actually, then you just did nuke some of your own people just to show us you could do it, man. These guys are fucked. Right. They just use fucking nukes. They're fucking eating garbage. They're like filling their entire planet with plastic and absorbing plastic into themselves. They're all like about 4% plastic each. I think my favorite, one of my favorite ideas about being on Earth is that there's a guy who lives in a hotel or different hotels and he had a YouTube channel. I haven't checked up on him because I honestly don't like to see it, but he had a YouTube channel where he would eat stickers and glue. (laughs) He lived in a hotel. Was he cute? <laughs> you know the answer to that question. Is that no? You've never seen... Natalie. I don't think I've ever seen the guy who eats glue. <laughs> what do you imagine he looks like? I mean, is he, is he like, fancy? I'm imagining, like, one of those very, like, young, beautiful YouTubers that looks like they got lip injections. Are you like a makeup guru? Like some young dashing man who yeah. looks like Link yeah. from the video game. <laughs> yeah, and he's like hair and his eyebrows look perfect like he got him bladed. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, he doesn't look like that. But <laughs> So humans are the sticker eaters of the universe. And <laughs> we are though, because there he is. <laughs> And so I've been thinking more. You know, I've told you many times that I don't like dolphins. Nope. And I'm not Uh interested in them. But I'm starting to wonder, you know, is it just... You know how the best thing you can do if you're dealing with somebody who is an extreme narcissist and a toxic person, the, the best thing you can do is to minimize how much you interact with them. Uh Because anytime you interact with them and you try to do it in a normal sense for like normal human social interaction, they will turn it into something else, right? Mm -hmm. They'll turn it into something else and you will now have problems because you interacted and you will have all this negative emotion and all this. Right. Well, I think it's entirely possible that lizards are just like, I'm not going to fucking interact with you. Right. Like, you got me. You caught me. Give me the worms. Or forget about me and just let me dry up. I don't care, but I'm not going to have emotions with a human. Yeah, you guys are fucked. (laughs) Really, like, the emotional damage that, I mean, I think I was in fifth grade when we got a lizard, like the emotional damage that like an 11 year old could do to a lizard, I would imagine would be extreme. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to hurt a lizard's feelings. Um, I, I mean, I think now that I'm thinking about it, I think I might have. I mean, I don't. Uh, Is that I w- why he died? Well, I think the lizard was like two or three years old when it died. I think we took good care of him. Then he died of a broken heart and embarrassment. Well, yeah. <laughs> shame (laughs) i just i think dogs and cats are maybe just credulous enough that they really think that that they can fix us (laughs) dogs in particular are attracted to us they're like if i just show this human unconditional love i will fix them right right your dog's like how was your day? And you're like, oh, my day was awful. And the dog's like, okay, okay, just show love. <laughs> <laughs> just be positive and give them affection. And maybe one day. <laughs> the dogs just have Stockholm syndrome. <laughs> Yeah, basically we suck. I mean, if I was an alien, I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to fuck with us either. I mean, what can we have? Nothing to give them. We have nothing to offer but our natural resources, and they're clearly not interested in them because we still have them. Right, right. They wouldn't need to ask us for them if they. Were. 
I, I've heard before that they're after the water and they come here to get water because they use that as part of like their propulsion system. I've heard some vague rumblings that there's the thought that they use the nuclear, the strong nuclear force within the water, but... Uh, the nuclear force within the water? Yeah, the strong nuclear force, like within the, the atoms in the water. Oh. It's a very... It doesn't seem like a very sound theory to me, but uh, we don't it's have all, any. All we have is we theories, don't have, baby. We don't have any way of doing it ourselves. And all we have is theories because they're never going to talk to us. So all we can do is make shit up and be like, yeah, it's probably it. <laughs> I would say that at least like 5% of my day is, is spent thinking about what the aliens are probably doing. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So did you know that there are uh, several different lizard species that can run bipedally like a man? <laughs> I I don't know if I would characterize it as as like a man, but I have seen lizards run on their back feet. It's a lot more frantic. <laughs> I don't know. I've seen you run. <laughs> <laughs> you think I run like a lizard pitched up on its back feet? Yeah. Just unnatural lurching into the future. <laughs> I see you going into the kitchen. I'm like, look at him pitched up on his back feet. <laughs> Who does he think he is? (laughs) That's predation, baby. (laughs) I'm in charge. Right, right. Walking around like Mr. So and so. (laughs) On only my back legs. Only only those two back, like a chicken. So small lizards that are in the genus Draco can glide around. And some of them can glide like 200 feet. Might as well call that flying, baby. And then there's other lizards that get stuck to stuff, like glass and stuff. And they can climb up the wall, like geckos and chameleons. Yeah. Yeah. And then there are guys like the basilisk that can run on water. I did not know that. I guess in a sense a boat (laughs) does run on water. Like a ski do. Like a ski do. <laughs> the the geckos are real interesting because we were just talking about the strong nuclear force. The geckos actually use the Vanderwall's force. Oh yeah. Which is like a weak interaction, but it's like a, a molecular level interaction. Oh, is it like the slappy hand? I'm not sure what the slappy hand uses. The slappy hand is just like plasticizer, so it just has an adhesive action, right? Mm-hmm. But I don't know if that's Vanderwalls or not. But that's why geckos can do it. They they've got whatever finish, whatever varnish they got on their feet <laughs> lets them do that. Their special hand lotion. <laughs> right. <laughs> Right before they enter the universe, God dips them in the old walk-up-the-wall bucket of paint and lets them go. (laughs) Tucks them in their egg and gives it a big kiss. There you go, you little bitch. (laughs) Enjoy being a gecko. (laughs) I'm sure that being a gecko is pretty chill. I think it's probably very chill. I don't think they can regulate their body temperature. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. I think being a gecko is all about being the temperature your environment is. I think sloths are like that, too. Sloths get pretty cool. Well, I think lizards are uh, ectothermic. Yeah. When we had that little lizard, we had to buy him a hot rock. I wish I had a hot rock. Just a rock you plug in, Uh and then you sit on it? Yes. Yep. That could be a million-dollar idea. (laughs) A man-sized hot rock. If you had one, you wouldn't. It would save you on heating bills. You wouldn't have to run the heater as much. You just lay on your rock. If you're getting a little I, hot, then like let your legs hang off of it. Don't have your whole self on it. <laughs> now I'm not sure it would change your bills because you do plug it in. But like you only would need to have the the warm rock instead of filling your whole house with heat. I the, imagine that it would use less electricity just to have a warm rock, hot rock, extremely hot rock. What if you got a hot rock with the with a man lamp? What is a man lamp? That's like the light for a man that is hot. (laughs) (laughs) Like the big red lamp that you put on their hot rock. Oh. Like like if you were a hamburger. What if I'm a hamburger? (laughs) We're all a hamburger in the end. (laughs) That old hamburger lizard rolling around. (laughs) 
Um, so, did you know that lizards do not have external ears and have little holes that have eardrums in them? And you can see their eardrums from the outside. Huh. And lizards will rely on their hearing to be able to tell when predators are coming. And if they hear anything at all, they peel out. I would love to see a little lizard with human ears, though. Yeah. Those big old fleshy curly cues. I like bet you they got. have beautiful lips like a snake because they're kind of snake-like. You think? Uh-huh. I think they rely so much on their hearing. I think they ought to have ears. I think they'd be a lot funnier looking if they had ears. Like just big man ears? Yeah, yeah. Instead of those little holes on the side of their head. Whole ears are creepy. Like just the holes with nothing, no, with no ear on it. Uh-uh. It's like a house without shutters. Right. You got to have something on the outside there. You need to have something on the outside so you can kind of tell what direction the stuff is coming from. Yeah, you would think, right? Uh-huh. What do I know? I'm not a lizard. Maybe they're just so good at at hearing that it offsets their need for actual ears. I don't think we can hear as well as other animals. Yeah. I got that hearing test and it said I had hearing loss. Yeah. So I can't even hear as well as other humans, let alone lizards. I recently we were um, looking at Jay Maskett's stuff on the internet and didn't you say his amp had like 770 amps? Oh, it was huge. It was a huge amount of power, yeah. And then I realized that's why I'm going deaf. It's because I absolutely went to about 900 Dinosaur Junior shows when I was a kid, and I absolutely never wore ear- earplugs ever. <laughs> I don't think I ever wore earplugs to a show until like I was like 30, probably. Really? Yeah. <laughs> After the first show I went to where I was like right down on the floor, like I, I went to some big concert, and it was fine. It wasn't too loud or anything. It was like perfect loudness. Like, loud enough to where it drowned out other people making noise, but it wasn't, like, painful. I went to one of those shows where it was, like, painfully loud, and I was like, oh, I, I didn't like that. So I got earplugs from, like, then on out. I, I wore earplugs uh-huh. to shows. But I also have hearing loss, so. I think I never wore earplugs until you started telling me to wear earplugs. I think that's probably what, I, what started me wearing earplugs. You're like, aren't you going to wear earplugs? And I'm like, I guess. I just don't. I I didn't like it how I, I was in a real loud show and then I came out and I couldn't hear. And I was like, oh, that's not good. Yeah. I would leave shows and like my ears would hurt and they would feel like they were vibrating for like quite a while after I'd left. <laughs> think about it. That's why I can't hear anything. Well, recently you were doing your tinnitus stuff and you had found the pitch of your tinnitus. You're like, here, listen to this. This is what my tinnitus sounds like. This is the note for my tinnitus. And you played it and Nona's like freaking out and I'm just sitting there reading. And I was like, what are you guys doing? <laughs> You're like, this is my tinnitus sound. And you played it again for me and I was like, I don't hear anything. I couldn't hear it. It sounded like nothing. I couldn't hear anything. Yeah. At all. Yeah. So whatever you're hearing is better enough than mine that you can hear stuff in a range that I cannot hear <laughs> at all. Yeah, it's it's up at the upper upper end of my hearing. So. Yeah. yeah, maybe one day you won't be able to hear that part like me. <laughs> it's pretty cool where I am. Can't hear the tinnitus. <laughs> so... Some lizards have a photosensory organ on the top of their head. Do you know that? No. It's called a parietal eye. And it is sensitive to changes in light and dark, and it can detect movement. And it helps them be able to tell if there are predators above it. On top of their head? Yeah, a third eye. Is that the one that's related to the pineal gland? Pineal gland? Um, it doesn't say, but the, that's the one that for us, that's will be the one where our, our third eye is related to our pineal gland. Yeah. If lizards actually have a third eye, then. I wonder what it feels like to be able to detect light and dark above you. Do you think they, do you think it's visual or do you think it's more? It's probably similar to like, I would imagine it's probably similar to like having your eyes closed, but still being able to see that there's like flickering lights on or something because you can see through your eyelids. Or maybe other people can't see through their eyelids like I can. Well, I can see through my eyelids and tell if there's the difference between light and dark through my eyelids. Sure. I meant, uh, like with people, our visual input from our eyes is integrated into one visual field that we perceive. Right. Our brains integrate that, and they also erase our nose from the middle of it, which is pretty which is pretty fantastic. You don't really notice your nose until you start looking for it. And right. And you're like, oh, yeah. I have to go really cross-eyed to see my nose. I wonder, is the third eye on the lizard integrated into that visual field? 
or is it separate? Like, they just feel like somebody's looking at them. I, I imagine it's probably separate. I don't know. It's hard to say. Because I feel like if it integrated into the other other site, it would make your other site worse. Maybe all the way at the top of what you perceive to be your visual field, there's just like a light or dark area. And that's just your light input coming from that. I mean, we'll never know unless we're a lizard next time. Could be. <laughs> So lizards are not really able to regulate their body temperature that much, and they have to sit in the sun, right? Mm-hmm. And if they do not have any sun, they will die. And so that is why there is no lizards in Antarctica, because they Too would cold. never get warm in Antarctica. Too cold. That Antarctica is known to be the worst place to get warm. Yeah. <laughs> Um, lizards also cannot deal with it if there's too much sun. And so they will have to go in the shade when it is very, very hot out. Picky. But they don't drink water hardly at all. They get most of their water from the stuff they eat. Yeah. Uh Well, that's helpful. That's great for staying out in the desert all the time, I guess. Right, right. So how do lizards fuck? Essentially. Yeah, they do it with their cloacas. They put their hemipenes into the cloaca and then they fertilize and copulate. And they lay eggs. Yeah. And then 20% of lizards have live birth. That sounds freaky. Live lizard birth. Just a little tiny lizard coming out of another lizard? Uh-huh. What does a baby lizard look like? A probably amazing. Let me look. Baby lizard. Let me see it. Is it just looks little? like a small lizard. It looks exactly. Oh, this guy. Look at him. He's cute stuff. They look exactly like you would think. They're, they look like lizards with giant eyes. Mm-hmm. It's a little guy. Some of them are a little skinny guys like like premature babies (laughs) he's little i might touch a lizard if it was a little baby look at that guy he looks like a pokemon what's that pokemon called that's a lizard i don't like him i didn't pick him out when i was playing pokemon what's the pokemon that's a lizard how would i know night animal he's he looks happy yeah he just has his mouth open because he thinks there's a bug anyway so my final consensus baby lizards are like not as cute as i thought they would be because they just look like regular lizards only little they don't have that baby aura they look like regular lizards with bigger eyes yeah i think if lizards kept those bigger eyes as they got bigger people would like them more i think they would have to be fat in order to be true babies yeah yeah, they're really skinny. They don't have that chubby look. Yes, yeah, that's, that's what you need from your baby, right? So um, a little bit of lizards can do reproduction with only females. Parthenogenesis. And yes, that, that is like... Asexual reproduction. Yes, bitch. It's, I mean, if that's what you're into, good for you. Lizards have temperature-dependent sex determination so the temperature of the eggs determine the sex of the young if it is cold then you'll have more females if it is warm you'll have more males but sometimes lizards come out with both male and female chromosomes all right so it seems like they're just like on just like very fluid with their shit well you know everything in the thing with the lizards is their whole genital setup is just like all kind of tucked away and everything's just kind of in there everything's in the cloaca right right so it's like lizards don't have huge dicks i think they have hemipenis which means half a dick <laughs> yeah i was just gonna say is that what i don't know i was gonna look up a hemipeni is it hemipeni or is it hemipene i said hemipene when i was reading it earlier i think it's funnier to say peeny <laughs> Uh, what do lizards eat? Bugs. Whatever they want. Yeah, that is, that is more true than what I said. <laughs> they eat, um, fish, frogs, birds, mammals, uh, bird and reptile eggs, uh, bird eggs. I said bird eggs already. <laughs> that, God, that would be a treat. Mm-hmm. I love bird eggs. I do too. Um, rodents and water buffalo. <laughs> I, what, Komodo dragons yeah, maybe? Yeah, eat Komodo those. dragons eat water buffalo. Um, they are scavengers. They will eat plants and leaves and stems and fruit and bugs. So, okay, like I said, they eat whatever they want. They eat poop and <laughs> they eat their own poop. Juvenile iguanas will eat poop from adult iguanas in order to get their gut flora up. 
Wow. What's iguana poop look like? I would wager that iguana poop looks a lot like poop. I think poop is like a pretty universal thing. I want to see it. It all just looks like, it all just looks like turds. I just want to see, I want to know how grossed out by iguanas I need to be. Mmm. Yeah, I don't want to, yuck. I'm not into it. Now, what did you think it was going to look like? I don't know. Like, if it looked like rabbit poops, then I'd be like, I'm not, uh, it's fine. Because rabbits eat their poops, too. But rabbit poops look like Cocoa Puffs. Lizard, lizard poop is, <laughs> disgusting. is pretty sick. Disgusting. So what's the difference between a lizard and a frog? They're totally different, right? What is the difference between a lizard and a frog? Mm-hmm. A frog's an amphibian, and a well, lizard is not. A frog has star power. Yeah, yeah. A frog, you know, when a lizard takes a nasty dump, you're like, man, get that out of here. Right, right. So, But when a frog does it, you're like, okay, all right. Right. Push it out, brother. <laughs> you're like, yes, frog, you're fucking nuts. Frogs are like monster trucks of dumping. Like, you're like, it's so fucking amazing. I can't stand it, and I don't care about, like, anything else about the situation except for the fact that it's so huge. Look at that thing, right? Yeah, and, you know, down in that corner of taxonomy when you're looking at frogs and lizards and snakes and salamanders and uh, what axolotls what else fits in that category all those guys i think frogs come out on top in my opinion a tie between frogs and turtles for animals that are the best that are not furry i'm gonna hand i'm gonna hand it to frogs i'm just gonna go ahead i'm gonna be the tiebreaker <laughs> it's not a tie now it's a tie <laughs> you made it a tie oh yeah i guess that's true the tie creator <laughs> once again for the second year running frogs win best amphibians <laughs> Oh, I, I do like a little turtle. I think that the little turtles are cuter. Little baby turtles. Baby frogs are not cute because they're tadpoles. I think they're okay when they start growing legs and they get real, like, teenage awkward. <laughs> I think that's funny. Yeah. We just got some little guy swimming around. And suddenly he's got a couple legs. <laughs> like, what are, you, what are you doing? Who do you think you are? You, you go think you're a man? <laughs> That's. I can't tell you how many times I found myself screaming that at a frog. What do you think you are with those legs, you dumbass? Do you think you're a man? Uh, well, reptiles come out. Reptiles, uh, lizards don't go through metamorphosis. No. When a lizard pokes his little head out of that out of that egg, he's already a lizard. Yeah. He starts as a lizard. Uh-huh. Frogs have that kind of like liminal. They're like a liminal animal. I feel like the metamorphosis of the frog, the the change from the oocyte into the the egg into the tadpole into the frog is it like recapitulates the whole idea of any animal's development, right? Right. I think that's very cool to see. I think the frog is more honest than most of us. Yeah. You know, a little baby comes out and you're like a person, but that baby used to look kind of like a frog. You kind of look like a gummy bear. Yeah. Like when you see the billboards and they're like, did you know that a human has eyes at, at 14 days in? Not true. A human looked like nothing then. If you go about four months in, a human looks like a frog. <laughs> Would you throw a frog in the trash? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Let's keep it real. I like frogs, but... Is it dead? In the trash it goes. What's the biggest dead animal you would throw in the trash? <laughs> um, mm, like... Uh... The biggest one, probably like a big hamster. Oh, wow, really? That's small? My first thought was a water buffalo. You just, that would ruin your garbage. Not, I, I talk, I was talking about my trash can. I would put it, I would go put it in a dumpster down by the strip mall. You'd have to carry it out there. I, yeah. I, we're, I, we're talking about my trash can. Your trash can. Mm -hmm. How about a really giant bullfrog? The kind you need two hands to carry. Too big or trash? I would make you put it in a grocery bag first and not it. Why? So I wouldn't accidentally touch it. 
what? Do you dig around in the outside trash can? No, but sometimes you can push it down. What if I push it down on the dead frog? <laughs> you gotta put the bag for protection. It's like a dog poop, right? <laughs> I mean, you, you usually don't touch the dog poop in the trash, but you put it in a bag for being sanitary. Yeah, yeah. So what did you learn today about lizards? I would put a, I would put a deer in the trash. Um, <laughs> deer? <laughs> You had to cut it up first, though. If you're gonna take the no. time. No, 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 no. You just stuff it. You just push it down in there. You wouldn't have any room for your trash that week. I would be so mad at you. The kitchen trash would be overflowing. I wouldn't have any room to put the trash in it. Uh, anyway, I like that the lizard can see the light and dark out of the top of its head. The lizard has an honest-to-God third eye. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to get my third eye activated. Watch well, out. You should crack that sucker open. I just hope it leads to enlightenment and not madness. <laughs> Do you know who else prefers enlightenment to madness? Cory Grella. When it comes to cracking open the wonders of the universe, she prefers the divine to the deranged. Right. And you know what? She has her shit together so good that you know that she's done all her shadow work. She has nothing to worry about. She's going to cross the veil, baby. Uh <laughs> A true American genius. Right. <laughs> and if you are not a genius yet, but you'd like to find a place that has the peace to offer you the solitude and glory that you would need to achieve such a thing, where would you go, Natalie? Harlem well, Township. There's no one there. You'd be alone. Harlem Township. Just a few people, just a few horses, one big dam, lots of water. You're thirsty. Make it happen. Harlem Township. I bet you you could build a good meditation pyramid there. I would build an enormous pyramid. Mm -hmm. The main thing that's keeping me from building a pyramid here is that uh, we don't have any room in the backyard, so it would have to go in the front yard, and then it's all, oh, pyramid guy. Yeah, then you're pyramid guy. <laughs> I just know. I know. You walk around a little bit and people are like, hey, it's the walking guy. Yeah, I would for sure be the pyramid guy instantly. Right. <laughs> Not in Harlem Township. Nobody would even see that sucker. Right, right. Get your pyramid built up, go chill in it, and nobody would even know it's there. Everyone's got to mind their own business in Harlem Township. It's the best place for that. Um, Do you know who suggested this episode today? Who's that? Uh, Mycological in the Discord. He said, hmm, what about lizards? I don't think I know what those are. That's a great suggestion. If you've got a suggestion of your own, patreon.com slash University. That's how you get into the Discord to leave a suggestion or to chat in one of any number of channels. Nine or ten channels. So many channels, you'll shit. You'll also get to hear all of our premium episodes that you have to pay to hear. Only our subscribers slash patrons hear those, so get on in there. Make it happen. You'll also support us. You'll help right. us keep doing this. You love to. So thanks again for listening. We'll talk to you again soon. I love you. Goodbye. Goodbye.